Hey, yo, what up, y'all? I am excited to share this with you. I could sing a song right now. Like, I could do backflips right now. I can do all of that. The Straight Up Podcast is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. You heard it right. I told you, this year, I am not playing. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world, impact to the world, purpose to the world, and to support shows and brands that we believe in. That's what I'm a part of Growth Day. It's all about impact. And guess what? One of my friends is a part of this network, and I need you to go subscribe to his show. His name is Brendan Bruchard. I know y'all know Brendan. If you don't know Brendan, you're about to know Brendan. Go subscribe to Motivation with Brendan. Brendan is a thought leader changer. He is an OG in this space. He's helped my life so much. I could talk about Brendan for three hours. Just go listen, and I promise you, your life will never be the same. Again, it's called Motivation with Brendan. Go subscribe today and watch how your life is impacted. Hey, yo, you picked the right one today. Just want to tell you this. My energy's high, and I want to tell you this off top. <sighs> Change the language, man. If you're talking to yourself in a negative way, if you're allowing negative thoughts to flood your life, change it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, your body, your life will find ways to support that reasoning. I just got off the treadmill, and it was on an incline. And that might not seem major to you, but I've been doing the trails again. I've been running the inclines. I've been doing some sprint work again. That means that my foot is healing. My foot is about 80, 90%. I'm going to tell you what happened on my mom's birthday this past Friday. I got to the trails, and I told myself, this is what we're doing. I said, body, this is what we're doing. Right? We ain't going to act like we hurt. We ain't going to operate like we hurt. This is what we're doing. And of course, I'm cautious. Of course, you know, I'm doing it in a safe manner. I know I'm ready to go, but I know my mind is keeping me limited. I know I'm living in my limited mindset. And to break that mindset, I told my mind, this is what we're doing. This is how we're operating. So I went in the trails and said, we're running. So figure it out, body. Send some support. Send some strength. Send some healing down to this foot. And I, and I ended up doing two miles, and it felt like I haven't missed a beat. And I haven't ran in over a year and a half. I said, oxygen, go down to these lungs. Let's get it. This is what we're doing. Regardless, there's no negotiation. And so I want to tell you right now, some of you need to make up your damn mind and tell your life, this is what you're doing. And of course, be safe when I'm not telling you to do something crazy where you hurt yourself. But some of us, we've been telling our body and our mind, hey, this is how we're going to live. We're going to live in suffering. We're going to live in sadness. We're going to live in depression. And your life will find reasoning to support that logic. So it's time to switch it up. It's time to tell your body your life. What you doing? What you operating? Because your body will be like, okay, we got to figure this out. Brain, we got to figure this out. We got to send some support. This is how they rocking. This is how they rolling. Okay, they living in greatness. They going to get it. Let's figure it out. But it starts with you making that decision and that choice. 
I get this question all the time, and this is what this episode is about. People always ask me, Trent, what should I invest in? Yourself is my answer. The greatest investment you can make is in yourself. Day in and day out, the greatest ROI in life is the investment that you make on yourself and in your life. You know, I want to talk about financial faithfulness today, and I don't really speak about finances much, but it's been on my heart to talk about this because a lot of people ask me, man, Trent, how did you get to this level? How did you get to that? How did you get to this? You know, how did you take your business to this, to all these things? And I know what I tell them every single time. I said, number one, I invested in me. I didn't invest in fun. I didn't invest in other people. I didn't invest in the stock market. I didn't invest in all those things. Not saying those things are bad investments, but my first investment, my priority investment was myself. I had to put it back into my life. I said, I'm not going to invest in people no more. What I mean by that, when I mean investing in people, I'm not going to invest in impressing people anymore. I'm not going to invest in living a lifestyle to make somebody think that I'm actually living the life. A lot of us, we're in that place. We're investing in ourselves. we say, but really we're investing in other people's opinions, other people's judgments of us, other people's perception of us. And we're actually losing money. It's not a great ROI. The only ROI is them thinking that you are living a life that you're not living and you know it's not real. My life started to change when I made a decision. When I told my life, this is what it's going to be. It ain't going to be no more going out for a while. It ain't going to be no more buying this for a while. It ain't going to be no more of that for a while. It's going to be, we're going to invest in this business. We're going to invest in you, Trent. And I looked myself in the mirror and I said, the greatest investment is you. It is time to start investing in you. Holistically. So with my finances, I realized this truth. If I can be faithful over a few, with a few then God can trust me to be faithful over plenty and over minty. You know, a lot of us right now, we can't even be faithful over a few and we're praying to God to give us more. And I know this might hurt your soul a bit, but this is a realization that I had. A lot of us don't have financial faithfulness, right? We get blessed with a little bit, then we blow it fast. We don't invest it in ourselves. We invest it in things that depreciate people's opinions, Things, possessions that appreciate because we want to live a lifestyle that we're not capable of living yet. And what happens is a lot of us is suffering, man. This is one of these ones right here. We're suffering from that instant gratification syndrome. So we get a little bit and say, oh, man, I want this instant gratification. I want to be here. I want to be living this lifestyle. I want people to think that I'm doing well. I want to impress the people in high school that are even no longer in my life no more. I want to impress the people on Facebook. I want to impress the people on Instagram. I want to impress my family members. I want to impress my mama, my daddy, my brothers, my sisters. I want to impress everybody. So I want that instant gratification. So when I get a little bit, I want to make it seem like, like I'm doing a lot. And you're not truthful with yourself. You're not real with yourself. You can fool everybody else, but you can't fool yourself. We lack financial faithfulness and I see it so much, but I made a decision back in 2010, 11, around that time. I said, you know what? I'm going to be faithful over the few that I got, over the little bit that I get. I'm going to show God I can handle it. I'm going I'm to show God that I can invest in the right things. I can show God that I can use this, these finances in the right way. I'm going to bless other people for sure out the kindness of my heart. I'm going to build the business for sure. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to save the money. I'm going to show I can be faithful over a few. And a lot of us, we can't even be faithful over a few. We can't be faithful over $10,000 and yet we want a million dollar lifestyle. A lot of us, we're going soul bankruptcy because we're trying to impress people. The quickest way to bankrupt your life is living a life of impressing people. Quote that, write that. If you get out the business, if you get out the business of impressing people, you will change your life. 
If you get out the business of caring about what other people think of you, you will change your life. How much money have you spent impressing people? And be real with yourself. Don't say, oh, this was for me, Trent. This was for me. It wasn't for nobody else. Some of us going on vacations, not to vacation, but just to show people that we on vacation. Huh. Some of us, we buy vehicles, not because we want the vehicle or we need the vehicle, but to show people we got a vehicle. Some of us is moving to houses that we can't afford to show people that we live in a certain lifestyle. I'm not saying you can't have all those things because I do. But at the end of the day, what I didn't do, at the end of the day, what I didn't do is invest in those things to impress other people. I did those for myself. I did those for experiences. I did those because I wanted some equity in some things. I did those because I was at the right place to do it. Financial faithfulness will change your life. It will change your life. And I'll give you a perfect example of this. People see my merchandise line where we have merch. And I don't like talking about finance and talking about money because I don't want to impress you with that. But I'm going to be real with you today. Right. I made over seven figures easily with merchandise. We do over probably $250,000 a year, quarter million dollars a year on merchandise. And people look at that and say, wow, man, that's great. Wow. Wow. I wish I can get there. But what they don't know is the backstory. What they don't know is the investment. What they don't know is the financial faithfulness. What they don't know is what it took to get to this. I remember my very first order, and I hope this inspires somebody out here to start small. I hope this inspires somebody out here to take the first step. I hope this inspires somebody out here to invest in themselves. I took $144. And at that time in my life, that was a lot of money. I took $144 and I had a choice. I can take that $144. I can blow it on things that didn't matter. I could go to the club. I could do this. I could do that. I could buy some clothes. I could blow it on things that didn't bring me anything back. Or I could practice financial faithfulness and I can invest it in something that I know will lead to something bigger. So I took that $144 and I bought 12 t-shirts. The t-shirt, some of y'all remember that said, see my heart, not my past. And I said, these t-shirts are going to change my life. It was some of my soul that said, these t-shirts are going to change my life. And the reason I have such a connection to rehab merch, the reason I love merchandise, the reason I push merchandise, and I'm going to be real with you, merchandise is not a big area of focus for me, right? We do it to really spread the brand, spread the awareness, and people love the merch, so that's why we do it. It's not one of the, the top priorities in my business structure, but I'm so attached to it because it was the thing that started Rehab time. It was a thing that allowed me to travel and do events. It was a thing that allowed me to grow the brand. It was a thing that allowed me to invest in certain things to make the brand bigger. It was a thing that allowed me to hire somebody so I can live in my unique ability and not do all things. I took that $144 and I bought 12 t-shirts. Those 12 t-shirts changed my life. I sold those 12 t-shirts and I'm going to tell you the issue with most people. Most people sell those 12 t-shirts. I think I made probably $15 to $17 per shirt off of that. Most people would take that money and go buy something they don't need to buy. Most people at time in my life, I would take that money and I would go out. I would take that money and go out to eat somewhere. But instead I said, I'm going to practice financial faithfulness. And I'm going to put this money back into myself. I'm going to put this money back into rehab time. This money don't exist. I can't touch it. It don't exist for my personal pleasure. It don't exist for my personal gain. And to this day, I take no money from Rehab March because of this mindset. Not $1 goes to my pocket from Rehab Merchandise because of this mindset. At this time, I could, to be real with you, but I started with this, so I, stick, I stuck with it throughout these last 11, 12, 13 years, 14 years of doing this. I got the return on that investment, and I put it back, and I bought, and I doubled up. I bought 24 shirts. Got those 24 shirts and I sold it. Took the money from that, reinvested it. 
Then doubled it up, got 48 shirts or 36 shirts, and you get the point. And I kept investing, kept reinvesting. And the last order I made with Rehab Time merch last month, the bill was over $10,000. We we ordered probably close to, I think, seven, 800 shirts, something like that. It went from 12 to 800, right? It went from $144 to over close to $20,000, right? $20,000 from 144. But most people don't connect the dots with those two. Most people don't tether those two ends together because once they get the money up front, they don't practice financial faithfulness. You want to live the lifestyle without earning the life. Mm. You want to live the lifestyle without earning the life. That's why I tell you, if you can get out the business, and I know I've said this once, twice, here's three times. If you can get out the business of impressing people, if you can go bankrupt in a positive way and said, I have no more money to impress people. I'm bankrupt. I'm falling bankruptcy on being a people pleaser. If you can do that, it will change your life. It will change your life. And to this day, we bring over $250,000 in merch a year. And that's playing small, to be real with you. That's not overly doing it like I was. That's a release here and there. But we built it up because I was able to reinvest that money. And to this day, all the money that's made on March, it goes to my team to pay some salaries. It goes to giving to people who need things and it goes back into the merchandise. It doesn't leave there. And that's my friend, how you grow a brand, how you grow a business. So the question I want to ask you right now is how are you investing in yourself? How is the discipline of you investing in yourself? What are you putting back into your brand? What are you putting back into your business? What are you putting back into your life? Because a lot of us, we have no financial faithfulness. We're not faithful over our finances, and yet we complain about our finances. I'm telling you, it can change your life. I believe God rewards us. As I said before, when we can be faithful over a few, when we can be faithful over $1,000, $10,000, $5,000, $500, $100, he will bless us with more. Because a lot of us are praying for more, and I'm going to be real with you. It's going to just be more for you to blow, more for you not to be grateful, more for you to lose, more for you to impress other people. And if you're trying to build a brand, you can't have that mindset. So you have to make a decision right now to say, you know what? I'm going to live in delayed gratification. I'm going to delay everything. I don't care how it looks online. I don't care. People think I should be living a certain lifestyle. Some of y'all know I was driving a a 10-year-old car when I was well over a million dollars. 10-year-old car. Riding around. People looking at me like, dang, I thought Trent had it. I didn't care what they thought. I knew my truth. My good friend told me this. He says, what you buy doesn't show how much money you have. It just shows how much money you spend. And that never, never left my mind. And yes, I buy nice things, I do nice things, but I buy those things off the residual income from other things. Because that's how you truly grow wealth, that's how you truly grow your life. And some of you might be thinking, Trent, I don't have much, I don't have this or that, but what are you doing with what you have? That's the question. What are you doing with what you have? And I'm not trying to give you a financial seminar and do financial literacy over this podcast, I just want to tell you to be more faithful with your finances. 
Those things can wait. Impressing people can wait. Buying the thing can wait. If you're not where you want to be at in life, it can wait. And I promise you, it will pay off. Delayed gratification leads to greatness. Delayed gratification is a pivotal part of success. Delayed gratification will lead to financial freedom. Delayed gratification will change your life. If you decide to say, you know what, I'm playing the long game. If you decide to say, you know what, I got forever to make this happen. I got five years to make this happen. I got 10 years to make this happen. For me, what allowed me to walk into where I'm at now would allow me to walk into a little bit of financial freedom and for short time freedom was I remember when I started this, I didn't put pressure on me. Of course, I worked like tomorrow didn't exist. Of course, I didn't procrastinate. Of course, I, but I had patience. And you heard me talk about this on the podcast before. Procrastination is waiting and not working. Patience is working while you're waiting. You can quote that. Procrastination is waiting and not working. Patience is working while you're waiting. So I didn't have procrastination. I had patience because I knew I signed up for this forever. I knew I didn't have to rush it. I knew that my day would come. I knew that it would be multiplied. I knew that it would be multiplied. I knew if I would plant these seeds and stay loyal to these seeds and be that loyal gardener, I knew my life would multiply. Be the gardener of your finances. And I'm going to do a whole other podcast about being the gardener of your garden. But be the gardener of your finances. Who is, who is the gardener of your finances right now? Is it people? Is it social media? Is it a lifestyle, right? Is it temptation? Or is that the gardener over your, your garden of finances? And what I mean by that, is that the person that's, that's planting these negative seeds that's leading you to debt? Is that the person that's planting these negative seeds that's putting you under Right. Is that the thing? Is it a person? Is it is it a habit? What is it? Because once you take control over your garden of finance, I'm going to be the gardener and I'm going to plant seeds. I'm going to water these seeds. I'm not going to get caught up in the game of impressing people. I'm not going to get caught up in the game of comparison. I'm not going to get caught up in the game of, oh, let me let me live this lifestyle. See, the thing that changed my life, too, I put money back into my business instead of <laughs> I put money back into my business instead of being in other people's business. Because when you're in other people's business and you start to see what they got, you start to see what they're doing because you ain't minding your business, you're worried about theirs. So oh, I need a new car too because they got a new car. Oh, I got to do that too because they're doing that. Oh, I got to do that because they got their kids that. And you're trying to keep up. And some of us, we're trying to keep up with people who are actually financially faithful, who are actually financially stable, and we run in a race that we cannot afford to run in our finances. It's okay to start small. It's okay to be a 10,000 there. It's okay to be a 100 there. It's okay to be a six-figure person. It's okay to be a seven-figure person, eight-figure person, nine, ten. I realize this with money, y'all. Money is not evil. The love of money is evil. And I realize if you are, if you live a life of abundance, meaning that I'm going to tell you a, a secret, a secret of mine that has helped my life. And I don't know if God is going to work like this for you, but he works like this for me. And I learned it from my dad. My dad used to say this in his church. He says, when God bless you, you got to bless him back. When God bless you, you got to bless him back. When God bless you, you got to bless him back. And your household will never be in lack. If you know my dad, he's the king of jingles, right? Like he should be the jingle king. I get all my rhymes and my speaking cadence from my father. Shout out to dad. But that was his song in church. When God bless you, you got to bless him back. And that looks different for all of us, right? Sometimes it's blessing back the church. Sometimes it's blessing back people. Sometimes it's blessing your kids, right? Putting money aside to make sure that when they hit a certain age, you know, they're better off than you was, right? Playing the long game. See, my life isn't about me no more. I didn't experience everything. I didn't live everything. I didn't did everything I wanted to do. Now it's about the next generation. Now it's about setting up my kids. Now it's about giving to other people, helping people get their platform. And that always stuck with me. When God bless you, you got to bless them back. 
So I live a life every week. And I don't say this because I don't do this for applause. I don't do this for pats on the back. I don't do this for you to look at me differently or look at me better or whatever. But sometimes I do it publicly as I give back. But I do it privately all the time as I give back. I bless people. I don't hold on to money in a way that, oh, this is for me and only me. No, I'm fruitful. I bless. And a part of being financially faithful is blessing other people. You might say, Trent, I don't have the resources to do that. Do you have something? When I paid that $144, I'm going to tell you what somebody did for me. And he might not remember this. And I'm, I'm going to tell you all this. And this is kind of private information. So I'm not going to say their name because I haven't got permission to even say this. But the person that I bought my $144 worth of shirts from, I'll never forget. What he didn't know that that $144, I probably had $200 to my name. And it was very, very hard. You know what I mean? After the bills were paid, after my responsibilities were taken care of, right? I had probably $200. And I said, man, after this $144, I'm have 60, 60, you know, $60 left, a little bit over $60 left. Or, or uh, my bad, over $40 left. And that was tough. But I said, man, I didn't spend so much of my life betting on other people. I didn't spend so much of my life betting on games, so much of my life like betting in this world. It's time for you to bet on yourself. And there was something in my heart that said, bet on yourself. And I was like, God, you know, if this is the right thing, just give me peace in my decision. And I'll never forget. And he probably don't remember this. We were both, this one of my friends, who's actually in my wedding, we were both starting off. He wasn't my friend at this time. It was just somebody who was recommended to me that actually printed my shirts. And I picked up my shirts. And he said, hey, make sure you look at the bottom of your box. So, all right, cool. I was thinking it's an invoice or whatever like that. So I pick up my shirts and I totally forgot what he said. And I get home. And I'm going through my shirts and, you know, I'm taking out my shirts to fold them because they were already shirts that were ordered. So I had to actually go deliver it to people. Yeah, it was one of them times where I was going to deliver shirts to people. And I got to the bottom of the box and it was a hundred dollar bill. And I called him. I was like, hey, bro, I think you left a hundred dollar bill. He said, no, nah, that's for you. He said, I believe in what you do. And he said that design really spoke to my life and I believe in your mission. And this was a time where yeah, rehab time had started, but rehab time wasn't the rehab time the world knows. And he planted a seed in my life. And he taught me to bless other people because he was working out the out his garage at that time. You know, what I mean, his business wasn't huge to fast forward this whole thing of financial faithfulness and blessing others. Recently, me and him, this is 13, 14 years later, we both bought 10 acres or I'm going to just say acres. I won't say how much acres of land right next to each other this past year. And I said, wow, bro, can you believe that we came this far? And I pulled him to the side and I said, man, I'll never forget you blessing me with that $100. You don't know how much I needed that. But I was faithful for that. I put that back into the business and look, look where it's at now. Look at us, bro. We started together. You know, we went up, we came up together. And now we're neighbors with some acres, you know, that we're going, I'm going to build Peaceville and all these things and horses, all the stuff. And I tell you that not to impress you, not to be like, oh my gosh, like that's so cool. But I tell you that because some of you are stingy. Some of you are living in lack, not because you lack, but you're living in lack. 
What I mean by that is, yes, you might have a few dollars to your name. I get that. But something in your heart sometimes is saying, bless this person. But you're saying, man, I, I don't want to. I got a little bit extra, but I can't bless this person. I can't help this person. Even though my heart is saying bless, I can't. And you're living in lack. That's not financial faithfulness. Financial faithfulness is saying, man, it's in my heart to give. I'm going to give. I'm going to live in abundance. You see, you don't have to have an abundance of money to live in abundance. Abundance is a mindset. Abundance is a lifestyle. And if I can say anything that's contributed to my success and my growth is abundance. I cannot tell you how many times just yesterday I blessed somebody, blessed them randomly, and they really needed it. I listened to my heart. I didn't know they needed it. I said, Trent, because you just blessed me, you actually kept my lights on. And I had no idea. 24 hours later, it comes back to me 20 fold. And this happens almost every single time. And I don't do it for that. But it happens almost every single time I bless people to the point where me and my team, we just laugh. We just laugh because it's like, wow, when God bless you, you got to bless them back. And you can say your household, your business, your life will never be in lack. It's because I've lived in abundance and I will continue to live in abundance. And there's been times in my journey that I really didn't have it. You know, I got a lot of overhead. Let's be real. I got to like I got people to take care of. I got employees. So it's not like I'm just balling out of control and I can just blow my all the things. But I say I could use this money for myself and buy something nice. Or I could help a life. And more often than not, I choose to help the life. You know, I buy me nice things every now and then. I, I spoil myself every now and then. But nine times out of 10, I'm finding ways to invest in people, invest in my business, invest in an abundant lifestyle. And so I wanted to just record this podcast because this is something I never really talked about. And I wanted to keep it simple. I didn't want to give you steps and all these things. I just wanted to keep it simple. And I just want to tell you, being financially faithful will change your life. You can be faithful over few, over little. You will be rewarded because you can be trusted with many, with a lot. I'm so, 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 so happy for you. I'm proud of you because I know your breakthrough is coming. And I'm speaking from a place of not where I'm at today, but where I was 13 years ago. I know how you feel. But remember, those 12 shirts turned into well over a seven-figure business. 12 shirts, $144 turned into a quarter million dollars a year. And that's not even pushing it hard. Delayed gratification will change your life. Like I tell you, every single video, every single podcast, it all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you find, so protect your peace. I clear my mind and I protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you find, so protect your peace. Yeah, look, through life struggles, 
All we seeking is peace. It's in my head and my belief. Most of us feel the same, but it's something that's hard to reach. Not a subject they don't teach. And it's deeper than just sitting with a drink by the beach. Cause I'm learning in life. Ooh. It's keeping calm when adversity strikes. It's when you working and you earning your stripes. It's showing love. That's a word to my haters. I deal with life by slowing down out in nature. Taking walks on my own. Talk to God. And yes, Lord, I thank you. It's when you can't find many reasons, but you still being grateful. Might be viewing it wrong. Stop making peace such a heavy thing. Start looking within, try loving I everything. My mind and I protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you'll find, so protect your peace. I clear my mind and I protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you'll find, so protect your peace. The world might try to take it, your job might try to take it, your girl might try to take it, but God always embracing your flaws and your pain and your hurt. Protect your peace, but it's gonna take us some work, cause what I'm knowing now, it's not always about speeding up, sometimes we gotta slow it down, everything that's going up eventually is going down, embrace it all, ain't no secrets, to me finding joy in the darkness, that's what peace is, so we can run or just acknowledge the storm, I don't trip cause this will pass, keeping calm in the storm, knowing on the other side the sun rays bring a blessing, so hold on to your faith and please protect it, I Protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you'll find, so protect your peace. I clear my mind and I protect my peace. See, the more I climb, I still protect my peace. And the more you seek, you must protect your peace. Cause the more you'll find, so protect your peace. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. Yep, I'm going to repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? And how does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number, they're added to the group, and then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life, I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it. 
Hey, you, I got a question for you. Are you trying to build your community online this year? If not, you should. Without the rehabbers across the world, there will be no trend show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all under your own brand. And what's cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or a Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked or unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. You can put your content behind a paywall, too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has its 14-day trial free just for you. Go to Circle.so. Imagine being able to manage your community, start chat groups and live classes, accept payments, all in one place. If this is the year to capture organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. Let's get it.